Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. Got my, my, my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to be talking about Duncan Keith. Tampa wins the Stanley Cup and our defensive grades for the defensive players on the Chicago Blackhawks. So we will start it off with Tampa won the Stanley Cup and Kucherov is uh, going full Russian and having the time of his life right now. Got a sponsorship with Bud Light and uh, he's living the life right now. But the biggest news is Duncan Keith. It's rough, man. It's rough to even consider a Chicago-less, uh, uh, a Chicago-less uh, Duncan Keith, man, without him. It sucks. But we got a good haul back. We got Caleb Jones and a, was I believe, a third-round draft pick, which is I, I think is really going to help out. Um, but it's tough to see him go, but it's time to move on, man. But I just can't forget him getting hit in the mouth with uh, with that puck in 2010 and not missing a not missing a beat really. Yeah, man, I, it's it's a sad day, but uh, you know we got to remember uh, the two Norris trophies, the yeah. three Stanley Cups, and just uh, I think that last goal that he scored against Tampa, yeah, that was just that was like I think like the end of his you know glory days here mm. and he went out he went out good but the last couple of years have been pretty rough but i'm gonna miss him but like we were saying uh i think we won that trade we got some cap space and we got to rebuild now it's time for the future new chapter yeah it looks like the offensive core is doing pretty well but a defensive core is a you know another thing you know what what are we going to have who is immediately who can step up uh, into Duncan Keith's shoes. I don't believe that it's Connor Murphy. Uh, we need a similar type of player, a guy who can move the puck and someone who can, um, someone who can uh, play defense as well, not just be a, an offensive, uh, offensive defenseman. Who in the organization right now do you think this is their opportunity to step up to be uh, a possible number one defenseman on the Chicago Blackhawks? Nobody on our roster right now. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Not yet. Okay. I think Ian Mitchell and Bowden are very close, but still hoping for that Seth Jones trade. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're both really pining for that, man. I wish I could talk to the guy and say, hey, man, we got a lot to offer here. <laughs> yeah. What jersey number you want? Send him a tweet. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. man, what number do you want, man? We'll, we'll yep. work it out for you. You can't yep. wear number two, though, but. We can work out something else I, for you. He can't, I think he's number three, and he can't wear that either. Yeah, so, he can't. 33. Oh, yeah, Dirk Graham. like Dirk Graham, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dustin Bufflin, yep. <laughs> wow, man, we thought of that Dirk Graham thing at the same time. I remember that, man. Yeah, he, man, I do too. I remember that stash, that real thick yeah, stash. Yeah, chunkier dog, man. He was like he was like a Davy Bolin. Yeah, the, he the was. 90s. He was a rough guy, man. Yeah, he was good. Good captain. Yeah, he was. So, um, so in a, in a perfect world, let's do like a, a, for instance, do you think that we obviously want Seth Jones? We want them to go for Seth Jones, right? Is Dougie Hamilton in the cards or is there another player that you would like, like say, you know, Savard? Yeah. I mean, I would take all of them. I mean, if we, if we could, if we, even if we got one of them, I'd be happy. At least we're, we're trying and we're showing we care. I prefer uh, probably a David Savard. Got that right. Uh, just because he played great in the, the playoffs for Tampa. 
And uh, he his style is mean. You know, he's going to hit you, he's going to block shots, and he's going to make a smart play and get off and then do it again. He's not going to take chances, which is which is good. He's responsible, and that's what rubs off on these young guys. And we got too many, uh, what can we say, uh, gunslingers that are just going to go. And they need to learn when it's okay to go and when it's not okay to go. And I think that's Boldquist's problem. He just goes, and we don't, and he can't recover. And we need to find somebody that can make sure, hey, you go, I'll stay. It's my job. Yeah, that's a good point. And in doing so, I think that maybe let's move on to um, the defensemen and maybe give them some grades for uh, for this past season. All righty. Let's start off with uh, Bowdoin. 19 games played, two goals, four assists. He had 14 hits, and his average ice time was 13 minutes and 56 seconds. And he finished with a plus one. So I think I would probably give him a B- minus because he needs more of a chance. They got to get him in there. But for a young guy to step up and take it like that, I think he did pretty well. I'm going to give him a B because he came in and... Uh, actually, I got a lot of this from Wyatt Kalanick too, but we'll, we'll get into that later. He came in and he wasn't really noticeable in a bad way and he wasn't very noticeable in a good way. He looked like he was playing hockey and he was playing pretty well. Um, he And especially for being a young kid coming in and, and, and playing in a tough division, I think that he played pretty, pretty well. I don't think that he deserved to be taken out of the lineup when he was taken out of the lineup. And because I would have liked to have seen him play more and grow more, uh, considering that he was taken out of the lineup, came back for a little bit, taken out of the lineup, came back for a little bit. You know, I think that that kind of made might have derailed him a little bit in his development. And you can kind of tell from his performance later on in the year. But I think that he played well and I'd, I'd, I'd give him a B. I agree with you. I, I think that they they need to stop playing musical chairs. Give the guy a shot, a fair shot. You gave Zadorov a shot, give him a fair shot. But I did like that he would jump into the play, and when he did, he usually produced. Like he made something happen. He had something to do with that goal right. that they scored. Right. I did like that a lot from him. You know, that's a really great point that you just made because there was a lot of times where. He wasn't um, he wasn't getting the assist, but he had something to do with the play to, mm-hmm. to, uh, to make that happen. There was a couple shots that he took that uh, that that created chances. And and as you mentioned, you know Zadorov being being in there, I think that he, that he deserved more ice time than uh, Zadorov did because there was a lot of times where Zadorov would make uh, would make some mistakes in the defensive end and. You know, Bodenji, he just looked better. He just looked better playing defense than Zadorov did. Agreed. Well, moving on to Bodequist. <laughs> 35 games played, two goals, 14 assists, 29 hits, minus seven. For all the hype we have to hear about this guy, all the Twitter guys, oh, he's go, he's so great. I gave him a D. Like I just said, too much hype and um not enough production, not enough consistency, and I'm ready to move on from him. <laughs> I would give him from from the hype. I would give him a D minus 
And the reason being is that there were many times where I would see him trying to skate it up into the zone. And it, it, it looked like his, his skates were in cinder blocks. Now, if he had a, an injury or something, you know, I'm not trying to rag on the guy. But if you are a, a, a puck-pushing defenseman, you should have a skating ability. And I don't believe that he has very good skating he's ability. Slow. He's slow. slow. I yep. think that he's small. And I think that he makes bad decisions a lot of the time. And um, so that's where I'm at with him, D-. minus. Okay, uh, we are at Kelvin DeHaan, 44 games played, one goal, nine assists, 99 hits, and he averaged 18.37 ice time, and he did finish with a minus 16. I thought for you know a guy, a veteran who's been around, I know our our defense isn't good, and we maybe we were asking him to do a little too much. But I had to give him a D because uh, that plus minus is pretty bad, and we need uh, these older guys to be better. And we might be losing him in the expansion draft, but uh, I think he's got to play better if he wants to be a factor on any team he's playing with. I'd give him a C, and the reason I'd give him a C is because playing on this team is not an easy thing because – I think the defensive system is incredibly lacking, and I think that he's trying to weigh in between def- be- between playing in this defensive scheme and his instinct. And um, his his minus sixteen doesn't really show. I think that his ability and and actually his performance during the year. I thought that he played pretty well. He wasn't out of position a lot, and um, he wasn't making tons of mistakes in, in his in his own zone. I think that his 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 minus is because I mean dude this these could have been in games when, you know, Malcolm Subban was getting, you know, shell shocked. Getting yeah. shell shocked, yeah. you know. So and especially with the performance of some of the goaltenders, I think the plus minus is is a little off for his performance for he, this. He seemed year. frustrated too. Like when yeah. you could tell like whatever partner he had, he he always seemed like he was pissed off mm-hmm. and he didn't, I, it, I don't think he really wants to play here quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him when you're, you know, you're getting rocked every night and getting out shot and you're, I mean, you're pretty much defending the whole game. Right. And not, you know, you're not producing points and stuff, but I like, okay. Them. Yeah, I like him. I, I think he's going to end up being gone because what else do we have to, you know, offer uh, unless he takes Dylan Strom, but I, Highly doubt that. Uh, but we will move on to uh, Wyatt Kalanuk, your guy. 24 games played, four goals, five assists. He was a minus six. He had 25 hits, and he averaged about 16-16 uh, ice time. I gave him a C. I just think just because he needs more time, but I, I love everything that's happening with him. But I, I just I didn't want to give him anything bigger because uh, or better because we just really haven't seen enough. Twenty four games is not a lot. It's not enough to give him anything higher than or anything lower than a C. Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna give him a C plus. This guy had zero hype about him. You heard mm-hmm. really nothing about the guy. Um, and then out of nowhere, he busts onto the scene. And you know what, man? I thought that he played pretty well. Um, a lot he, of potential. He, he had some good. He had some good passes, and um, he skates the puck really well. 
he's usually um i didn't see him out of position at all really he seemed to play really good defense when everybody was moving the puck up he was moving it with everybody he was he i thought that he played well he skated well and um i thought that he brought uh, some positives to the offense and the defense he didn't seem afraid to take shots and um and he was he was willing to play to play defense i liked him i like to see what he has what he has coming up uh, but i'd give him a c plus considering he was a relative nobody coming in yeah i didn't know who he was honestly so he surprised me and getting 15 points your first uh season is not bad for a defenseman <laughs> for 24 games yeah all we um, need is uh all we need is his doc holiday <laughs> yeah so now we are at uh we are at dunks 54 games played Four goals, 11 assists, 15 points, 33 hits, uh, minus 13 yikes. Uh, well, when you're on the ice for 23 minutes, you're average, and you're going to give up goals. So With a bunch of rookies. I gave Dunks a C because uh, he's a legend, but uh, obviously we know he's on the decline. He's uh, he's old. He's 38, I think, what, next week? So, I mean, you can't really expect much. and. Good luck in Edmonton, bud. Uh, I think it's going to be the same kind of, well, his plus minus is obviously going to be better with McDavid and Dreisaitl scoring on every shot. But we'll see how he can do in the playoffs when they don't have a goalie. <laughs> but uh, I still love the guy. But uh, I gave him I gave him a C. I'm going to give him a C plus. He scored four more goals this year than he did last year. Um, he literally had to carry the entire defensive core on his back. And um, he honestly couldn't play his position the way that he knows how to play his position, the way he's played it his entire life, uh, because the Blackhawks needed him to play a, a different way than how he's always played. Um, I thought, I think it was an impossible task, especially with how much he was playing um, every night. And um, I, I, I would, I would give the guy a C plus. I thought that he was a warrior He's always been a warrior, and um, I thought that he played well. Yep, number two will be hanging in the rafters. Most soon definitely. As he's done. Yep. Uh, we are at Connor Murphy. He uh, played 50 games, three goals, 12 assists, uh, 15 points. He had 102 hits. He was a plus one, one of the only Hawks to finish in the pluses, uh, and he averaged about 22 minutes a game. Uh, I gave him a B, and I'm not a big fan of him, but I mean, I he kind of he kind of played well when he didn't lose his helmet every shift, like we joked about. Uh, but you know what? Like you were saying, he might be the guy to be the next Seabrook, possibly if we're not getting um, Seth Jones. Say this this could be the guy, and we might have no other choice. So hopefully, he could uh, take it and go with it. I'm giving Connor Murphy a B minus. Actually, I'm going to give him a C plus because um, the he helmet gets, thing, right? He gets beat sometimes, and to be honest with you, his whole helmet thing was completely ridiculous. <laughs> now, Matt, you're an NHL player, right? Think about this: you're an NHL player. You lose your helmet, and they score a goal on you. If Twice. it was me, I would be thinking. I have to do whatever it is to keep my fucking brain bucket on my head, you know, mm -hmm. because they just scored a goal on us. 
That's what I would be thinking. Nope. This happened two nights in a row. Actually, I think this happened uh, for three games, man. Uh, well, no, two goals, though. Yes, two goals yes. in two yes. games in a row, and his yes. and his helmet came off in in a third uh, in in a third consecutive game, but there was no goal on that. And that's uh, a that's a penalty, though. If he doesn't get off the ice right away, that's a penalty. That that's happened to Taves before when they first oh, wow. wrote that rule. If your helmet comes off, you go right to the bench. He stayed on the ice and got a penalty. I wow. think the Hawks killed it, but that can kill you. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, hey, look, I know he wants to be Craig McTavish. You know who doesn't? But you know, at the same time, you got to do the right thing. I give him a C plus uh, because he did. His effort was definitely noted. I thought that he played hard. Um, I think that he plays good, but he just seems like a prospect that just needs to go to the next level. You know, it's like he's average, but we need him to be a little bit more. And it's I, his time now. I mean, yeah, gotta, and and I and I hope that time. I hope that this is his his opportunity to do that. Okay, well, the next guy, I was really happy we acquired him, uh, Stillman. Yes. 21 games played, one goal, no assists. He did have 37 hits. He was a plus five. I'm not sure if some of that carried over from the Florida games, but still he finished plus. Uh, he averaged 18 minutes a game. And I actually gave him a B because I see a lot of potential in this guy. I was really happy with that trade. And I, I think he was actually the main piece. A lot of people say it was the other guy, but I think this, this guy was Bowman's main target. And you know what? I think this is the type of guy we need defense first. And I think he's going to be great on this team. He's going to make the team next year. He'll probably be maybe the fourth, fifth guy, depending on who we get, but he could be higher. I really like him, man. Um, he was him and Wyatt were my two guys that kind of really stuck out to me this year uh, on the defensive side. Uh, just their effort. Uh, I'm 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 gonna stick with him. His effort, his awareness in the defensive zone. Uh, he hit a few guys. He had some really good passes that I noticed. I think that he's got a really good uh, passing ability, uh, moving the puck. And I thought that he played uh, he played great. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to see more of him, to be honest with you. I think that yeah. he is a defensive what's a defensive defenseman with some offensive upside uh, that I think that we need. But he doesn't look to be solely offensive-oriented. He seems to be a defensive-minded defenseman that has offensive upside. Okay, uh, next, your boy, Zadorov. <laughs> 55 games played. One goal, seven assists. He had eight points. He was actually a plus one. And he averaged about 19 minutes a game, which I was surprised when I read that stat. I could not believe it. And he had 190 hits. I gave him a C. Because, hey, I mean, with this Hawks team, to finish a plus, that's a positive. Um, I don't think they should pay him four or five million. I, I think they should pay him three, maybe, if they even want to keep him, if they have a place for him. But um, I would not go any any higher than a C. I'll go. I'm going to give this guy a C minus because uh, whenever I n- notice him on the ice, he's doing one of two things: he's hitting somebody or he's getting burned, and he got burned a lot. And uh, he 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 doesn't have any skating ability. Uh, to play as a defenseman, they wanted to. They can move him up to like a fourth line left wing, 
and have him run around and hit people on the checking line because I think that he could do that pretty well. But I don't think that he's a defenseman and I don't think that he belongs on the defensive core. I think it's a miracle that he's a plus because he was probably on the ice when everybody was scoring. Uh, last but not least, uh, Ian Mitchell, 39 games played, three goals, four assists, seven points. He was a minus 10. He averaged about 15 minutes a game, and he had 18 hits. I gave Mitchell a B, even though he finished with a bad uh, plus minus. But him, like him and Bowden, I think these these two guys could be Duncan Keith-like. Um, and he just... He needs a chance that like it's the same situation. You can't take him out for five games, put him in for one, take him out for six. You got to keep him in there. Let's see what the kid can do. And I think next year might be his chance to prove it. I really hope so. I like him. I'm going to give him a B as well. Uh, He is a pretty, you heard about him for quite a while, about Ian Mitchell, that he was a good player, that he was ready. Uh, Where did he come out of? Was it Boston? I forget what uh, college, but uh, his first game, man, he he reminded me a lot of Brian Campbell. You know, he's skating the puck up. He was aggressive, and I know you need defensemen like that, but I, I was impressed with him. I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah, uh, 100%. I, I thought that he was uh, – he seemed confident. He, he, he seemed very confident. He, he wasn't afraid of the puck. Uh, whenever he got it, he would skate with it. You know, he would hold on to it for a little bit longer. You know, he would then he would pass, which is something Boquist cannot do. Um, he he went to Denver. He was captain of the Denver. Denver, um, yeah. Um, I I I, I, I like him, man. I think that he shows a lot of promise. Uh, I think that he's he plays well. He doesn't seem to be a defensive liability, even though that he is touted as an offensive defenseman. And um, I like him, and I can't wait to see more development from him. So we could possibly lose three guys, if you think about it. We could lose Bodequist through a trade, Dahan through expansion draft, and not signing Zadorov. Right. So the the only guys left would be Stillman, Murphy, Kalanuk, and Bodin. And then you figure, hey, we get Savard or Jones. I like our defense a lot better. Oh, actually, we lost Keith already, too. So there could be another spot even open. So... I like our defense if it happens that way. But overall this year, I, I give them a D minus because they yeah. were the worst part of our team. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and I don't know if I can give the guys that grade because I think that they played as a, as a group. As a group, I think that they played well. I think that the problem with the defensive, with the defense is the system. And I think that falls on the coaches, which I guess we could, we could do another day. But, I think that is genuinely the problem is the is the defensive system that is instilled by I will say Jeremy Collin. I mean, it's his team. You know, they need to figure out a way to play defense and play offense at the same time. Yeah, they need to call Barry Trotz and get some tips because that yeah. he he can turn defensemen into Norris caliber guys. Yeah, that's how good his system is. Yeah, yeah, I think that they want to play this high octane balls to the walls you know, um, offensive you, system. And you know what, you man? Can, it doesn't work. You can against certain teams, but right. you have to adjust. I mean, look look what Tampa did. Tampa played against the Islanders. They adjusted. 
Right. And they played against the Canadians. They had to adjust again because they're very Islander-like. You know what I mean? I thought the Islanders and were a better team, though. They Maybe they are, but Tampa found a way to win. And yeah. they uh, they got a solid goalie, and they adjusted. They they could play mean, nasty hitting, or they could just outskill you like they did at the Hurricanes. They just steamrolled those guys. Yeah, they did. I wasn't expecting that. Well, actually, no. the, the, the I, I want to say partly the Hurricanes lost because of themselves because they just couldn't stay out of the box, man. Well, the goalie kind of, he kind of choked too. Yeah. Uh, so I forget his name, but. Nedeljkovic? Nedeljkovic, yeah. And, but even, I thought Tampa's toughest series was against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. That was, they were playing nasty. It was old-time hockey, and they were, Tampa, I thought Tampa would, I, I thought they were going to lose, and I was getting ready to say, oh, you were right, Mike. But yeah. it was, it was, I thought that could have been a great Stanley Cup final, man. Florida yeah. versus Florida. I think uh, I think their toughest was was against the Islanders. I think the Islanders uh, they were. Be- I think the Islanders were better in every facet than what what they were thinking. And the Islanders just would not die, man. They would not go away. And um, it's and just the I, offense. It just kind of it kind of died yeah, for the Islanders. You know, it did. They, they don't have guys that can take over a game. And right. I've been hearing Tarasenko is a huge interest for those guys. I wouldn't. I I can understand why they need somebody yeah, they who can need, score. They need a guy, He's a big. game breaker. He's yeah. a big guy who can score. Yeah, you need a game breaker, and they might get him. Man, well, it's got some interesting times coming up, man. We've got free agency. We got the draft. You know what's going to happen? Who's going to fill out these spots? These last spots that we've got. You know, really interested to see these. Actually, these top spots, these top openings that we have, because. These young guys aren't aren't ready to, to to play top line minutes yet. Midline minutes, yeah, sure, no problem, but not top line minutes. To be honest with you, they've got to go for Seth Jones, man. They got to go for Seth Jones, and and hopefully Savard. We, can, we can get I'd David Savard too. too. Even if we got David Savard, man, that would be a big plus for us. Yeah, the way he plays, it's he'll make or he'll make us. He'll prevent goals. That's and what you need. Have him, and then tell Stillman, like, hey, man, look, we don't need any offense from you. Just don't let the puck get in the net and hit guys. You know, he can do that. Yep. Make smart passes out. Do your job. Get off the ice. Do it again. That's yeah. all we ask. Don't be fancy. Well, guys, this is what we got for you tonight. Be sure to check us out. Go hit up our social media, Twitter, Facebook. We love talking with everybody. You know, we've been we've been messaging and, and commenting and talking with a lot of people, and it's it's a lot of fun to uh it's a lot of fun to do. And you know what, Matt? We have to do our shout-outs, man, from uh, our oh. Twitter shout-outs. Piercy's Pier- beard. Piercy's beard? All right. Oof. Beauty. <laughs> not, 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 not a Joe Thornton-like, but it's pretty damn close. Uh, and you're not hanging out with Austin Matthews, so you're not that cool. Right. You know, I mean, you'd, you'd have to have a mustache to, to hang out with him. So, Piercy's dog has a better beard than I have. Oh, yeah. I'll, be, I'll get there one day. <laughs> Give me some time. Well, cool, man. But anyways, guys, uh, hit us up on Twitter. We love talking to you guys. It's a lot of fun. And this is all that we got for you tonight. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.